That's crazy. How yeah, terrible that quarterback. <laughs> Worst <laughs> quarterback. But I would totally put people in bad positions too. Like, yo, I just threw the ball. You got to go get it. It don't matter where the defense is, fam. You do your job. Do your job. Why, uh, <laughs> why is the receiver already in the end zone? Because Trek can't count. <laughs> can't count. Nope. By the um, way, did you watch? Did you watch the uh, the MAGA Blue Lives Matter Bowl today? <laughs> we are going to get into it. It was wild. It was wild. It was like last two episodes of Game of Thrones meets, you know something corny meets something else corny like I, I don't even know i can't even I, I don't even have my sense of humor yet like it's, uh. it's, it was ridiculous <laughs> yo uh we were back from our two weeks off kev um yo how was your new year how was your your first couple weeks of the year like we we back man what's up we're back your break was nice unfortunately i spent it binge watching america's dumbest criminals on every news network. <laughs> how was your how was your little vacation there, bud? Pretty much the same, man. I just I don't know if I would say in shock. I think in shock would be a little weird of a statement. But it definitely was like, y'all doing this, huh? Like, this is a thing. Okay. Um so that's where I was the whole time. Like, <laughs> like it's different angles of what? Yeah. Wait a minute. For real? Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah, man. I was like watching it happen. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like in my lifetime I would see something like that. Especially as all this has gone on over the past like four years. Oh yeah. Maybe even like twelve or twelve to sixteen years. It just felt like some something like this is gonna happen. Um I'm hoping that it's not more serious on the 20th, but, it, you know, I'll talk about that a little more on the other okay. side. But, right. yeah. But, yeah. It was I weird. It was, I think it was a couple notches less than shocking. A little lower on the uh, yeah the shock meter there. What you drinking there, buddy? Um, Just pomegranate juice. That looks, that looks, <laughs> that looks good. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Like, we're going to get into it in the episode, so I'm kind of like, whatever. I will say, just off, totally off um, one goofy subject into the next. So, um, have you been watching sports? This Not a lot. No, year? no. Li- literally. And I didn't even watch the whole game today. Like, I fell asleep okay. in the middle of it, and I woke up, I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is <laughs> like a game. End of the third quarter. Let's go. I like watching Haha Davis. If any of you guys follow Haha Davis on uh, his you know, real name is Carlos Davis on um Instagram, his story feed when <laughs> about the game is <laughs> so dumb. Cause he takes particular plays and he'll be, you know, in his signature voice or whatever, he'll make fun of it or whatever. So <laughs> That's that's one thing, but the other thing is, so of course I'm an NBA basketball fan. For those of you guys who don't know, um, what's in the box track? I discussed post game Laker Laker review. Um, I've been doing it all season so far, which is only 13 games, but it's what I do. I mean, I'm into it. I'm a I'm a big time basketball fan. And um, what's bothered me the most about basketball in the last over the last 10 years is the need for a great white hope. Mm. 
and I, I know that it's not uncommon. I know that it's not new. I know I'm not just the, the you know, it hasn't just started happening over the last year, but they keep trying to do it. And as basketball gets more into, and sports gets more into tabloid reporting, what you find in the NBA is that when, when, when they need an enemy, they're going to, you know, take this black dude and make him a gorilla. And the white dude is like, he's really smart. He's a smart player. It's like they do the same thing with quarterbacks, right? Like, he's just a smart guy. The other guy's athletic and he, he moves around a little bit, but you know, that guy, that guy's just a smart guy. You know what I mean? So rounding this conversation out, it, as a Laker fan, it's difficult because I like players like Marc Gasol, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I hate the narrative around them. And now he's on my team. You know what I, mean? saw, I saw what you wrote earlier, but the thing that kills me like, is that it seems like, like, like you, they just want to jump on any, it's not like these are guys that came from Boston, you know, like, <laughs> they grew up in Boston or something. <laughs> These are European players. And it's, it's crazy, man, because the dude's averaging like four points a game. It's not like he's super <laughs> significant. Like, he's good. But we are really having long conversations in Laker groups about this dude. And I'm like, why is this a thing? Why are we having this dramatic, <laughs> in-depth conversation about this dude? And I'm part of it. I'm not going to take away from the fact that I'm part of it. But... What I tried to get across to some people was, and we could break to the other side after this, but this is sort of my one to grow on, we're back type thing. Mm. Once you add that coded language into a conversation, you can't take it back. You know what I'm saying? And even if you don't mean it, even if you're not, even if you really do believe that Marcus Saul is a smarter player, you know what I'm saying? And you buy into that narrative, which he may be, he very well may be, but once it's coded by you know, other, in other voices in a sense, like it, you can't take it away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the conversation is now coded. It, it doesn't go any other way. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's what I've been trying to convey to people that it's in sports. The, the reporting narrative is normally black guy, gorilla, angry, you know, white guy just made a life mistake. And I know that's not 100%. I know you have your Ben Wathlisberger's, et cetera, but I don't know. I going back directly to Marcus Hall, like, come on, man. It's just like four points and two rebounds. Like, come on, man. It reminds me of Eddie Murphy before we roll to the other side. It reminds me of Eddie Murphy's joke about the millionaire with the white with the wife that doesn't work. Mm. And she's like, that's one million dollars and two cents. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> Oh, I think we're Whatever, gonna, that's going to be at the heart of the rest of this discussion today is that that subtle <laughs> type of language, you know. <laughs> yes, that coded language. Yeah. All right, uh, Kev, you ready to jump onto the other side, man? Welcome oh, back. Was, that the, ready, was that the opening question? Or is there, are we doing away with opening yeah, did, question? Didn't I ask an opening question? I said, how was your, your New Year's? Oh, and okay. how was your, right. yeah. I thought you were going to try and catch me. You had two weeks. No, 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 man. No, right. it's been it's two weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'd take it slow. A minute to take a cycle through. <laughs> yo, um, yo, welcome back, everybody. We will catch y'all on the other side. Yo, Kevin, you ready, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go. 
Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You were live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Trek Life and your fam, Kevs Dakota. Mr. Excitement. Thank y'all for tuning in. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you would also like to catch this on television, like live on your TV, you can go to BTSN Pass. That's Behind the Scenes Network. You go to your Roku. Here's what you do. You go to your Roku, your Fire Stick, or your Fire TV, and you download the app or channel, however it's named on the particular platform. And click on that, and me and Cap, we right there. Rap Sucks Radio, on your dial. BTSN. BTSN. Let's do it. Uh, One last bit of information for you guys. If you are not followers of the show, every year we change the title just a little bit, right? So the first year we did this, it was Out Here Tripping. So we would say Kev Sakota Out Here Tripping. Uh, Last season. (laughs) Pretty much. That was just a fact. Every week. Um. Last season, it was doing too much. Kev Sakota doing too much. So, <laughs> this year, it's got to chill. You know what I'm saying? Maybe possibly fam if we feel like saying fam. But, you know, so, you know whatever. Kev Sakota got to chill. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> That's the theme for so, 2021. Yeah. You know, Just take you a break. Chill, fam. You, you doing it. Yeah. Let's, let's just, we'll stick with the fam. Got to chill, fam. But it's it's said in, in jest. You got you got chill, fam. You, mm-hmm. You tripping. So, uh, with that being said, first topic. <laughs> who got to chill? Favorite people. My mm. favorite people. Who got to chill? Who got to chill, Kev? The capital Antifa impersonators. <laughs> capital Stormers. Yep. <laughs> I got to chill, fam. Capital with the O for oppressor. <laughs> I did put an O in that. Uh. Oh, I don't know. Um, or did I put an A? Yeah, I put an A. Actually, <laughs> did you? My bad. I sure did. <laughs> oh man, Trek, Trek spelling got to chill, fam. Um, so this is the topic. So mm-hmm. my topic title for this is shout out to Invogue. No, you're never gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that is. After storming the Capitol, alleged rioters now want Trump's pardons. I don't think it's going to happen. Never going to get it. I don't it. see it. Never going to get, get it. Never going to uh, get it. The source from this is the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Uh, however, I believe the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette sourced this from the LA Times, looking at the, <laughs> the top of the article. Um, you went, you dug deep there for that, that I did, Well, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a bit, it was like, wait, what? Is this, can I just go to the LA Times for this? <laughs> Anyway, um, the players involved are dumbasses. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. Um, mm-hmm. We'll okay. discuss what you know overall happened. But in case, in case the, people don't know, in case you don't know, right? But um, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Post Gazette reports, blah. Uh, they launched their assault on the U.S. Capitol with impunity, live streaming their crimes and posing for photos as they breached the building's perimeter. 
and threatened the democratic process. Now members of the pro-Trump mob are arguing they shouldn't be held accountable. Speaking through defense lawyers or in interviews, some of the alleged rioters have argued they did nothing illegal. They couldn't have been trespassing, they say, because they entered the Capitol at the invitation of President Donald Trump following his direct orders. Capitol Police also held the doors open for them, they assert, basically ushering them into the building's hallowed halls. Even so, knowing that time is running out from on Mr. Trump's presidency, they are also making a last-minute case for clemency to avert prosecution, appealing to the man who allegedly incited them to act. Here's a quote really quickly. I would like a pardon from the President of the United States, said Jenna Ryan a Texas real estate agent charged in the storming of the Capitol in an interview with CBS News late last week. I think that we all deserve a pardon. I'm facing a prison sentence. I think that I do not deserve that. Kev? (laughs) And the news broke today that that his inner circle has been been like gassing fools and squeezing them for tens of thousands of dollars. Giuliani's assistant told some guy that he need that a pardon was going to cost him two two million. So these people are not. I mean, come, you know, these people could barely afford the bus ticket. Well, a, te- a, a, a Texas real estate agent. I mean, real estate is booming in Texas. She got the she got the bread for a pardon, don't she? She might have. I don't know. Well, cash app or PayPal or something. A little Venmo. <laughs> Do you got a cash app, the president? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit much. Um, Kev, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to pass this off to you. Okay. Do they deserve clemency? No. No. <laughs> Just absolutely not. No. You know, you heard uh, someone is, is trying to get Kodak Black a, a pardon? <laughs> no. What? Guess what? Kodak Black will get a pardon before these people get a pardon. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, man. Let's go. So <laughs> here's my take on it. And I will pass this off to Kevin for his take. I have much more after to say about this, but this is right. one thing. And this is not unique. I actually have kind of read this on the internet and and thought about it and was like, all right. But let me break it down. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, trip a little bit. So you drove your $45,000 truck with roughly $3,000 worth of rims plus tires plus whatever tow hitch and all the nonsense on. So, you know, your $45,000 truck turned out to be roughly 70. When it's all said and done, let's say $60,000, right? You took a day off from work. Or if you didn't drive, you bought a plane ticket. Which, you know, those are relatively cheap now, and you got a hotel. You thought you were only taking a day off. off. Well, you thought you were, right? (laughs) You met up with your buddies, and you guys all had a plan to protest. And on Parlor, I'm assuming, you guys all got together and said, we're going to storm the Capitol. Out of the prying eyes of Facebook, you were able to formulate a plan um, involving, which seems to involve some, even people that worked at the Capitol. Let's, Let's just allegedly... Right. I'm assuming that means you have a phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's another 
thousand, depending upon the type of phone you have. Normally, when people protest, they're protesting because they're oppressed. Where between your $60,000 truck, your $1,000 to $2,000 iPhone, um, the, the plane ticket, the hotel cost, the day off of work is your oppression. Where did you find the oppression? Where did you even find it? Was it in your pocket? Do you have it stacked in the back of your refrigerator? You kind of forgot about it. It's next to the to the uh, you know chicken broth that you never use. <laughs> Where did you find the oppression? I, I just I'm trying to figure this out because it's been compared to Black Lives Matter. It's been compared to to Selma. Somebody even compared it to Selma. Yes, are you serious? It was compared to Selma. Oh, absolutely. Right there on Twitter, a riot uh, a. A uh, person at the events compared it to Selma. <laughs> Wait, what did it say, though? What was the exact wording? Tell Basically, to- it was a comparison, like, uh, or not a comparison, but like a, if this, then that. What? You guys accepted this when it was a Selma, when people were speaking out on their, oh, okay. for their voice, but now you won't accept it now. It's like, <laughs> say, he, so, tell me you didn't say this is our, this was our Selma. No, he didn't say that particularly, but he did allude to it. <laughs> that was so, your Selma, too. <laughs> By all accounts, it remains in large part your Selma. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm good like, Lord. where did you find the oppression? Like, where, where did the oppression come? Where, who's <laughs> oppressed? What have you lacked for to be standing there in front of the Capitol bill? What, what are you lacking? What is, what is, what do you not have? You know what I'm saying? What, what are you losing? 155,000 women lost jobs over the last week. Right? 155,000 women lost their jobs over the last week. I know. That was crazy. They said that in the, the headline was 100, more than 100. I saw 140,000 people yeah. filed for unemployment or lost their jobs. And they were all, how, how is that even possible, by the way? In the sector that women are working in, a hundred and forty plus thousand women lost their jobs last week. Mm. Mothers, or not? Did that count the Just that real women. estate agent? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm only I'm, I'm I'm a step down off of my soul. But I just want to know where you found the oppression. Where did where is it? I I need to to present the oppression that you are facing that had you storm the Capitol building because this reminds me quite a bit of Tulsa. This reminds me quite a bit of Cicero. This reminds me quite a bit of Wilmington. This reminds me quite a bit of Louisville, Kentucky. This reminds me quite a bit of seeing or possibly even feeling like people of color are gaining ground. Black people are gaining ground. And now all of a sudden, democracy feels like it's not working for you anymore. And now here you are. Here you are at the Capitol steps. Just disrespecting your whole Blue Lives Matter movement. (laughs) Just stepping on it. Like, it's over now. Blue Lives Mm -hmm. Matter is completely over. You know what I'm saying? Where is your oppression? Where's that? Fully employed, goofhead-looking dudes. Mm. It's in the goofheads. Crying. I gotta get back to work. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Idiot. You shouldn't have left work. (laughs) you're not gonna have you don't have a work to go back to dude no you blew it get that job to one of the 140,000 women of 155 exactly. and stayed home and did the right thing 
on that day. Because you, goofhead, you're not going back to work, bro. Mm. So yeah, what was it so, about? It was about it was about the it was still about the election, right? They were trying to get the vote overturned. Sure. There's a lot of people from places other than Georgia or Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. whatever, fighting on behalf of the forgotten people of Georgia and Pennsylvania, I suppose. Or, <laughs> yeah, it didn't didn't make a lot. Nothing a lot of a lot of this did not make a great deal of sense. Like I was Zero. watching a I was watching a very, very poorly written uh like, you know, good guy, bad guy show. Um <laughs> and the killer takes his burner, first of all, has a burner. Pops the sim, snaps the sim in half, puts it in his mouth, eats it, takes a dump, <laughs> lights the dump on fire, then takes the dump to someone else's toilet to flush it. And you're showing up with your little Metro PCS personal phone and taking selfies <laughs> to send to grandma or whatever. I mean, the images are coming out now, and it's like, dude. <laughs> Bro, high resolution nincompoopery. It's amazing. Bro. (laughs) Bro. I don't have no I don't have no words. Like I don't understand what 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 is it? You know what I mean? I I have so many so many more thoughts, but I want to make sure that that we both we both get get in on this one. Cause I have I have a ton of thoughts on this, but this is the beauty of this crowd. Also, is that it, it you know every, sometimes you'll have a someone who's a legitimate criminal, and then it's like he he was a quiet guy and he worked in a video rental store or whatever. It's like, <laughs> all right, we we know that that guy's a weirdo, right? But now it's like, oh, the the general counsel for. <laughs> this huge company is getting fired. Real estate agent. I saw some lady uh, who was like on the on the speaker's dais or whatever, taking pictures of herself on some weirdo QAnon stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, by, by the way, if QAnon's a real thing and they can do all this stuff and no one knows, why can't they shut your stupid phone off? <laughs> she quit her job. To spend to go full time in in being able to spread the the QAnon gospel. Stupid. She quit her full time job as a school therapist to go full time and do that. Thank God she quit. <laughs> thank God she quit. God, thank God she quit. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, they still ask people on their applications. Have you ever stole Skittles 50 years ago? <laughs> Kev, I, I'm so sick. I don't have any more. I don't have any patience. <laughs> I, I don't think like, anyone does. I'm watching people try to justify this. Of course, not on my timeline. Um, hmm. My timeline is a broad contrast between watching people have to deal with it. I'm like, dang, yo. That's hmm. life. And then watching people try to avoid politics altogether, which, you know, I get it. But then it's like, it, it's easy to avoid politics when they're not, when you can't trace back to how they affected your life right. or the lives of your ancestors, right? So, um, of course, we all would like to ignore politics and 
uh, discuss the deeper nuances of, you know, Drake versus whoever, whatever old bitter rapper is trying to battle him. But that was mean. That's not always true. Um, but one of my thoughts, again, bringing up the past riots that I just brought up, or we discuss riots in such an interesting way now. We discuss riots kind of starting from Rodney King, right? We start we start at 92. If we're really savvy, we might go to Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. We might, or we might go back to Watts. Mm-hmm. We might. But normally we start at 92. Okay. Um, and then we pretty much claim that anything, any public gathering from that point on of black folks or any non-white group has been a riot. <laughs> like mm. it's like right. Famously, these riots have had some impact. I, I don't really know how much the Rodney King riot really had any real impact on anything. And if we're really being honest, it was really the powder keg was Natasha Harling, right? Mm-hmm. So the Black Lives Matter protests have produced a fair amount of respectable fruit in uh, law enforcement and visually the aesthetics of it all. Um, there have been a lot of argue a lot. There's been a lot of argument about who they are and what they represent and whatever. But the reality is the the message is is what most people gather towards, right? Like think about it. We, you know, people chose to listen to Shade Chice more than Tribe Call Quest at a point in time. Like if you're looking for people to dig into deep, dig deep into things, let's just, just not just right? jumping right in with the Shade Shade Chice Shade. <laughs> um. But let me just kind of cut straight to the to the to the meat of this. Shortly after World War II, black male soldiers were coming home to largely incapable lives. Incapable of buying homes, incapable of moving to neighborhoods that were deemed safe, incapable of getting jobs in some cases, in some cases, incapable of riding the bus. To said job, if a job was had, especially near a military base, they were held to lower positions, right? And capable of achieving management positions. This is black men. We don't even want to discuss what black women were incapable of. And we don't even want to discuss what uh, what Hispanics and Latinos were going through shortly after World War II. And we don't even, we don't want to discuss what Japanese were going through in this country. We don't want to discuss the incapability, the direct real life incapability that affected generation after generation as suburbs grew and people of color and black, black folks, people of color were incapable of purchasing property in those spaces. And when they did party people, shit got real. Whole buildings burned down. Whole cities destroyed. This mm-hmm. I'm just talking post-World War II. I'm not even talking post-Reconstruction, where riots and destruction destroyed entire neighborhoods and set people back economically for generations. Generations, y'all. Not like, oh, my dad was cool. You know, he did all right. And then now we do an all right. No, fam. No. 
those neighborhoods would never return to those people. Now you tell me really quickly. You could tell me via text, the chat, depends on how you know me. How any of this is equal to that. And why, when we discuss riots, do you not discuss the large impact that white supremacy has had on everyone in this damn country when they throw a damn hissy fit like they threw in front of the Capitol? Mm -hmm. The only difference now is other white people are tired enough of it for it not to gain as much ground as it would have 80 years ago. Other people, other white people are just tired enough of it. Just like, look, come on, man. People are disowning their aunties for being Trump, voting for Trump. Like it's it's a real situation going on interculturally for white Americans. I recognize it. I'm not one of those people that is anti-white liberal and all that. Whatever y'all working on, y'all work on that. Whatever. You guys can deal with that. My whole thing is I know I can see an intercultural warfare going on within white Americans. It's it's happening to them and by them and it dividing them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But regardless of what, cancel everything I just said about white Americans. Where did you find the oppression for this? You've never been oppressed. You've literally never been oppressed. Like, ne dude, never. I'm not saying like never, but I'm saying like never. Never, dude. You've never been oppressed. Like not once. You're not oppressed now. Never. Nothing. Never. Nine. Nit. Never. Not. <laughs> I know I'm saying it a lot. I just want you to understand. You have never suffered. Not once. So why are we doing this? What, what are you attempting to gain? What are we supposed to learn from this from you? What are you trying to teach us? What is your march? What is, if this is your Selma, what is the message? What's the message? We didn't get the president we wanted? Mm. Fam, you know how many times we didn't get the president we wanted? Like, nigga, like literally every president. Shit, high, high key, fam. Just keeping it 100% real with y'all. We kind of ain't really get the president we wanted right now. Like, just, just kind of keep it. I like Biden. I'm just saying, keeping it 100% real. Like, we, we, most blue voting people post Hillary Clinton loss were like, we might need to go a little younger. Mm -hmm. Right? You heard it a lot. You heard, I know I'm, I know I'm on a monologue, y'all. I apologize, but you heard a lot of, you know, another old white man in the building. Like, right? We still voted another white man in the bill. It's not like we super got the guy that or woman that we were looking for. You know what I mean? So, and again, I'm not knocking the presidency of Biden. I'm just saying from an aesthetic standpoint, right? So, where is the oppression, Kev? What, what is the, that's where I'm at with it. I need to understand what this was all for because it really was just a hissy fit. You that's know what I mean? That's it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a temper tantrum, you know? That cost five people their lives. You know, at least one of them was actually trying to stop it from happening. Um, you know, didn't get anything accomplished. You know, they thought they were going to, they thought they were doing something. That's the other thing that's crazy about it. You know, but, um, and, and the one thing, the only thing I will take issue with that you said is that some of these people come from lineage that did go through oppression at a point in time. Um, and they happen to look like 
similar to a lot of the other people people who were in that crowd. I'm not in, sure. and that's not even. We're not even going to talk about the actual people of color who were in that crowd, which you know, thing. Whoa! Yeah. God, dog. Um, but it's <laughs> when you have gone through that, whether your family was, you know, persecuted in this country or outside this country and fled to this country. Um, and that is the part of your history that you have chosen to, uh, remove from your history books. Um, you're going to find out that, <laughs> that, you picked the wrong part of your history to forget about, dude. You know, it's, it's, um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's confounding. It's, it's super frustrating. A lot of us were sitting back on, like you said, like, wow, you guys are really, really like, yeah. What? Huh? What? <laughs> you know, I mean, cause it just, it, it's that, that these are the reasons why when someone says black lives matter, And you choose, instead of engaging in that and pushing the conversation that those three words begin, you, 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 instead of pushing that conversation forward to a place that that, that those three words aim to push our conversation toward, you want to engage in a completely different conversation. Entirely. A lot of times a completely opposite conversation, you know, which is to say that just like many other things in this world, the non-white communities have come up with and invented. You like the marketing of it. You love the marketing of it. You love the marketing of Antifa. Sure. But you don't want to actually get it. You know? Right. You love saying hip-hop, but you don't know what hip-hop is. No. But guess what? That's your privilege. You know? I don't care anymore about you not understanding a musical culture. Do whatever you want. I don't care. It's a little bit too serious at this point. But, you know, this, this, this privilege is, is what leads to stuff like what happened at the Capitol. Um, But it's, it takes that kind of marketing to keep the foot on the gas to push that conversation forward with people who are actually willing to listen. And I think there have always been, you know, white folks who have been part of, of whoever's cause it was, whether it was Martin Luther King or sure. Cesar Chavez sure. or, you know, um, and, and, you know, who are true and genuine allies. Um, and they should be, you know, that should be the norm. Obviously it's not. And that's why there's a struggle. And that's why there will always continue to be a struggle until, more people start to realize. But there were some kids who were also turning in their parents for this insurrection. You know what I mean? I'm saying it. There are just enough people tired of it. Yeah. And and so, so, but so, so this is not the time to take your foot off the gas. This is not the time to say, um, you know, this is not the time to start you talking about, I'm not, you know, the collective you start talking about, well, that must've been Antifa, not, such and such. It's like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want fascism in my life. If someone wants to go and be a knucklehead and wear the same uniform that I'm wearing, 
Well, then they're just a knucklehead wearing the wrong uniform. That's a spy. Agreed. Um, and then, and then you know, and then these idiots are doing the same thing. So it's like, just cut it out. I mean, and then the one thing about the allies that makes me annoyed is, and it's not just it's not just white folks hearing us say. This is not the America we know, or this is not who we are. This is who we collectively are. We want y'all to stop being like that. This is who we are. When you say that, it's like going to Yoshinoya Beef Bowl and saying, this is not Nobu. It's like, well, no, (laughs) you don't have Nobu money. You don't have no boot class. You have not shown yourself worthy of eating at a fine dining establishment. That's why you are getting Yoshinoya beef bowl. <laughs> and until you realize that, it, it, that's 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 it for us, all of us, you know. But but hopefully the the conversation continues. Hopefully, you know. I mean. More people got killed <laughs> in that one day than any any day of the, the protests after George Floyd got killed. Sure. Aside from, of course, George Floyd. Well, uh, Kyle or Breonna Taylor. Murdered. Or <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse murdered too. So exactly. that was on his side. Uh, uh, the other gentleman who murdered two police officers, that was... Also on this side, like I, I don't really, I don't know how to frame this other than if if this is a tit for tat conversation for you, then then you already lost. Like this is this is a ridiculous ideology. Like where that man don't care, and he's not going to pardon you for anything because this is not about the revolution that you believe it's about. This is not a revolution for him. This is a money grab. This is a this is a this is a game. He has been playing a game the whole time. Yeah, and he's not even good at it. So how can you be good at it if he's your coach? So yeah, I think that's my concern. My concern is that people are so ridiculously ignorant. What what happens on the twentieth? Mm. You know what I mean? I'm certain security will be ramped up. I'm certain that you know there'll be mob controls and things of that nature, but. It's like now you have to concern yourself with this. What are these idiots going to do? You know what I mean? Where is the next Timothy McVeigh now? The next Dylan Root? You know they out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Who is going to enable that individual? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I I just, to me, the whole thing is, it's it's beyond upsetting because you just can't find a good, I can't make sense of how to equate this with the other struggles that have happened that were caused for protest, you know? And and in those, but, if you go back and look at any of those individual um, groups or, you know, uh, movements, and they all, there was all, there was a common thread, I think, between all of them, you know, regardless of whether they were, me. you know, more... Uh, "Quote unquote militant or 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 more you know peaceful um, again words that are loaded in in themselves um, there was a common thread but 
in those movements, in those groups of people, there were those who were more in favor of of confrontation, right? Um, and then there were people who were less and more, perhaps more strategic or whatever they, they sure. thought. And there were those those conversations. I, to your point, I can't understand what these folks were, who they were trying to win over, you know? Right. Or were they all literally just trying to kill Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence and whoever else they could get their hands on, which is a possibility. I mean, there, a lot of them were clearly, you know, off the deep end, you know, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. real donkeys. But you mentioned past presidents and I absolutely agree that I, you know, we have not, by and large, I, I don't think the presidency is something where you are going to satisfy everybody. It's just of course not. not. Of course you not. You know, um, it, it befuddles me that anybody, and the one thing I will admit, is these people think that Trump did everything that they wanted. They think yeah. he's that guy. And that's the thing yeah. that also a little, it's, it's um, confusing to anyone with half a brain. It's also a little frustrating because it's like I refuse... I have a very difficult time believing that anyone can be that genuinely stupid, but obviously there are people who who, who are that dumb. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that kills me is that in 2016, four years ago this Wednesday, a million women marched on Washington, mm-hmm. right, to protest the election of that new president to protest the idea of him. Um, And many of them were very angry, understandably. I think some of them hoped that by hook or crook, um, they could turn things around. I don't, you know. But if nothing else, they just wanted to have their voices heard. And, And I think in that way, they affected a lot of other people who weren't there, you know. Sure, sure, absolutely. But part of that whole 2016 campaign was also that, you know, and this was a lot of, you know, the media looking for something to say because they had 24 hours to fill, is that we have we need to pay more attention, all of us, which I'm like, no, y'all can do that if you want. I'm not doing it. <laughs> we y'all need to pay more attention to middle America and the, can't call them the flyover states and and the forgotten American, rural America, I'm like, I'm happy to talk to anybody. I, I'm, I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone, preferably if they're not holding a gun, um, preferably if they're not wearing a, a red hat. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'll talk to anybody. Um, we should all be doing that. But the point that they were forgotten to the extent that they were so angry that they would then elect this dude, right? Yeah. Well, you got your guy. You got your guy with his with his bad suits and his tiny hands and his stupid <laughs> brain and his off-colored skin and his idiot hair. And you got it all. You, you got, got four it. years of it. We try to get rid of him. Yeah. By legal means. COVID tried to get rid of him. You got him <laughs> for the full four years. And you're still angry. Because some of the people who were angry wised up a little bit and said, you know what? No, 
I'm still going to vote for every other racist person on this ballot, but he's a little bit too much. (laughs) So at what point are you going to realize that, you know what, maybe you should look at the other point of view? Right. Maybe you're the one who needs to talk to other people in America because maybe you're not getting <laughs> the whole story. Maybe you know not. what I'm saying? And maybe, maybe for once, you should recognize the the destructive nature of many of the past situations that have gone in your favor. Maybe it's time for you to start looking at your history book beyond the the wins. You know what I'm saying? Right. And look at who, who lost. Right. You know? And that's a fundamental change in our educational system as well, you know, that the the victors write the history they, books. They tried to stop. Right? A change that they tried to stop with the 1619. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, a change that, you know, to not be able to to objectively look into American society and how we got here, right? Because listen, I'm a first generation kid from the suburbs. I'm saying I'm a first generation kid who spent half his life in the suburbs. My my daughter will be the actual first full, you know, inshallah, will be the first full suburban child. Now, I'm not saying that means more than the inner city or anything like that. I'm just saying the suburbs were built, um, and have helped Americans amass a, a mass amount of wealth. I'm one of the first. You know what I mean? I'm one of the first. Mm-hmm. So you think of what was taken away from us 100 years ago, 120 years ago, 50 years ago, 80 years ago. You think of driving there in your $60,000 truck, $70,000 truck. And the money that was passed down and the property that was passed down by your family in order. My grandfather owned this house from since 1905. It's like, really? Cool. My grandfather couldn't. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. To me, I know I've been harping on it the whole time. But when I sit there and look at these people, that's what crosses my mind. Like, you've had the opportunities exist and have existed for a larger period, for a much larger period of time, the head start has been crazy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? And you still have a white man in office. I'm not, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not like we voted in Black Panther, fam. Like, it's a, <laughs> and I'm not, look, again, I'm not, not dissing Joe Biden. I'm just saying from an aesthetics point of view, the leader of the free world is still a white male. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. I, there it's, it's this, it's this weird. I, I don't know. I had a weird experience the other day where I was, I, I, um, I don't even know why I was looking into this, but there's this, this, um, like farm grade herbicide, industrial grade, okay like Roundup, right, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know more about it. So I was like looking at it and I saw this video, this kid who's probably younger than us, but 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 a grown man who's running a farm, you know, not a child, not a young, not a young, young person. Yeah. Explaining 
And I just say that to say that, you know, the younger you get, the presumably the the more sort of maybe worldly you are, more of a Mm -hmm. wide perspective you may have. And he ran down why he did not like the way the government was regulating this thing. And, and everything he said, at least to me, not knowing anything about it, like literally learning about most of the stuff he's talking about for the first time. I was like, I, you probably don't agree with me on anything. I probably don't agree with you on a lot of stuff, but he laid out an argument that said, this is why I don't like it. Um, but also, logically, this doesn't make sense because you are not regulating all this other stuff that's doing more damage to it, you know. And he kind of laid it all out there, explained it. Um, he Fortunately, he was also pretty pretty clear in, in how he spoke about it and in explaining it. Um, that's something I never would have thought to listen to in my life, right? And we, we, don't, we don't do that. I did it by mistake. So it's not like I went out looking to, you know, be an ambassador for people who know nothing about farming. But it's like, you know, what you're saying to me is the thing. It's like you got, and again, it's like you said, the key thing for me from what you started this with was not that these are a bunch of people who are down on their luck, who um, got their farms taken away, who right. are in the poorhouse, who are on welfare as well, who despite being on welfare, still um, get angry when they see people of color using, pulling out their welfare card at the grocery store. Um, these are people with jobs and cars yeah. and, yep. and some some level of education, right? Yep. Even though Trump said he loves the uneducated. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> so to not be able to think a little bit about what it is that's going on and what, what it is that, that, you know, at the end of the day, what do you really want? Because if, if what you really want is white supremacy, well, then you need to go ahead and say that. But don't go and do it and show it and display it in every word and every action besides saying that you are a white supremacist and then and then get sad and whiny and butthurt when that's what you're called. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't think it could be said any better than that. I... I don't have it. I don't have no words. I think it's so ridiculous and it was so ridiculous to watch mm-hmm. that I was these grown ass babies, man. You got some kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, you you lose all reasonable and logical way, you know, um intellectual re- ways to explain it. Just man, y'all stupid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all I could come up with. But we have spoken on that. And probably will continue because mm. the day after this episode releases, uh, of course, will be the inauguration. Um, we are also one day removed from the celebration of Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, although his birthday was on Friday. Uh, as of recording this, by the way, not mm. on the day it releases. So there are quite a few landmark um come to Jesus moments. Very like, okay, where are we at? What should we be thinking about coming up? You know, mm-hmm. I, I I often think, although the narrative around MLK Day often upsets me, I will argue that it should be a day of reflecting on where the country is with line to his dream. I, How far are we? What has been achieved since? Some people say nothing at all. 
I agree with you. Some people say very little. I agree with you. Some people might say it's totally changed. Well, I disagree with you entirely, but the assessment now during the celebration of his birthday should definitely be, where are we? <laughs> if you turned on your TV last week, we way back there, bro. We way behind. Mm-hmm. We way behind. It's not even, it's not even close. Because all y'all did was keep it to yourself until you got mad enough to throw a tantrum. Yeah. So, and and right now you have a lot of us just thinking, that's the guy who got you that mad. Yeah. Either one of these guys is the guy who got you that mad. Yeah. At this point, yeah. really. So goofy. So now you got us all tuning in the TV for the next couple of days to see when you get smoked in the middle of Washington, D.C.? Dude. Like an idiot? Got to walk around looking around at folks like, all right, well, yeah. you know, what fool is going to be over here acting a fool? Mm-hmm. It's like, man, is this worth it? You you ain't really faced no hardship like, like that. So you're not facing it. Like you said, CEOs were there. Top level executives were there. Mm-hmm. What what oppression were they facing? None. That's the answer. None. None. Should have should have stayed back at home and filled out those should've. TPS reports, fam. Basically. <laughs> Word. Um. Yeah, man. I think we're gonna wrap it up, Kev. I think we had another topic. I think we'll push that topic to next week. Um. Man, thank y'all for tuning in. We are back. We are back. If uh, you're unfamiliar with the show, again, we take the first two weeks of the year off. Uh, we try to come back in full swing. We are back. New topic title. Got to chill, fam. So tap in with us, man. Rapsucksradio.com if you want to catch any past episodes um, or our new episodes. If you don't get a chance to find out what's happening on social media, just go to Rapsucksradio.com every Tuesday. New episode pops up. Also, you can catch us on BTSN Pass or uh, on Roku, Firestick or Fire TV. All you got to do is download the app. Click on the app, scroll down maybe two columns, two two rows, we there. You'll find us. Yeah. Look for Kev. <laughs> Word. Um, we out of here like last year. I am your homeboy, Track Life, and that is your fam, Kev's Coda. <laughs> Thank y'all Thank for tuning in. <laughs> on the count of three we say peace one two three peace and we out y'all pretty good it's pretty good yeah, that was not bad not bad, bad Kevin. we starting off the year right <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>